0: shoot the shot i'm
1: coming in you're now listening to the source podcast, the source podcast.
2: Back in Black Source Podcast. We are back. Ooh man, we got a good one today. We got a VIP guest, and we got the the fellowship group in intact.
1: As Alex would probably call that song, "Black and Back."
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> Could resist that. One. All right. Uh, b- before we introduce our our VIP super
1: guest, uh, Josh, you want to share some good news? Welcome everybody. Good to be back on the Source podcast. Uh I'm a licensed real estate agent.
3: Woohoo! Right on.
1: I uh took my test yesterday, knocked it out, first try. I was the second or third one done, and didn't even check my answers, just got up and yep. dipped.
3: Usually when you finish first, that means you know your stuff. Yeah. yeah. Was
1: it hard? Uh yes and no. <clears throat> there was stuff that I had no clue about i didn't even see study at all so obviously those are the ones where you just make your best guess then there was ones where it's just like i knew that i knew like there was just no way i was getting those wrong so uh it was a good mix it was a definitely a good mix you definitely got to know your your vocabulary and just those tricky questions you just have to not you have to think about them hard but not overthink them it's really it's a delicate balance yeah. <laughs> for
2: for those that are thinking about uh choosing real estate as a, as a career we're going to introduce a uh broker that's uh been in business for 19 years and uh good friend of mine uh part of our brokerage uh I I consider him my right hand man
1: Aldo yeah.
3: Gonzalez Woo-woo!
1: welcome welcome
3: thank you Clemente for that wonderful introduction yeah i mean i got don't okay. forget Alex. Alex is here. Alex is in the house, <laughs> the queen.
1: <laughs> whoop whoop. Hey girl, hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
2: Alex. So so when did you get started? Nineteen years seems like a long time. We're uh most, most of us are in the room or north of 40. I know uh Josh is knocking on the door, and then the queen is the baby. <laughs>
1: Wednesday I'll be forty. <laughs> Woo! Whoo. Woo!
3: Happy birthday. Happy early birthday. Happy birthday, birthday Daddy. <laughs>
2: Forty is the new thirty or something nah, like that. Forty is like the new twenty. Oh. All right, yeah, we just <laughs> <getting> started, <then. laughs> All right, Aldo, talk to us, baby. Uh so you uh uh you shared a little bit off mic that um you are an immigrant.
3: Yep, yep. Um I'm back to your first question. Um yes, I've been in real estate since I would like to say around two thousand four, maybe Going on 19 years Okay Maybe 2003 I don't remember I gotta go back But yeah um, I recently Got some great news Something I've been trying to do And become for the last Since I applied Maybe like 20 years ago Wow uh, I've been Here in this country For over 37 years And uh, just yesterday Or last last week I got my uh, interview And I got a, I got the okay And approved to become A US citizen
2: That's so, huge uh, Congrats, congrats brother, that's that's
3: amazing. It, it feels really good, because um, it's something, you know, it kind of, affected my trajectory, to my career, um, but I think it's, makes me feel good, because it gives my parents, peace of mind now, mm. you know that, I finally, they did it, I, I, they finally, um, got their last kid, over the bridge, to become a US citizen. Oh, you're, you know, I, I was just gonna ask, are you the first, but you're the last? I'm the last. Oh. Yeah, so I got three older brothers, um, um, actually, I do have three three older brothers, and only one's a U.S. citizen, and the other two are are residents. But um, hopefully, me becoming a U.S. citizen uh, motivates them to take the next step as well. But yeah, it's really good news, man. It feels really, really, really good.
2: So, I, so I've done that. I'm uh, I'm also an immigrant, and but I did it back when I was 18. So they ask you some pretty layup questions. Oh I'll prepare God. you. Like, who's the president of the United States? Uh, Biden. <laughs> Is he? D- uh, still, D- no, yeah. He, does he know? <laughs> does Biden know he's the president? <laughs> he, might, he might be sleeping. On, on paper, on paper. On paper, it's Biden.
3: Uh, all right. All right. <laughs> uh, and then uh, your governor? Governor, yeah. They Didn't ask me that question, but I think it's Gavin Newsom. Yeah, governor. still. Yeah. Uh, mayor? They didn't ask for mayor. They asked for who is your representative on, on the House. Okay. I think it's Tony Cardenas, so that's what I said. You know. Mm-hmm, yeah. So it sounded pretty confident. So you gave me the okay on that one.
1: Shout yeah. out to San Fernando Tigers. Yeah, yeah. T- T- Tony Tony's the man. Oh, Tony did a lot of work with Tony.
3: Did you know a little history about him? T- talk know? to me. He, he was, was a real estate, estate agent. agent. Yeah. Oh, you know where you got, you know where you got started?
1: Century twenty one? Nope. Asensio? San Fernando Realty. Nice. Yeah.
2: That's Fernando Realty. So cool. Back
3: in the late maybe mid nineties. Shout out yeah. to
2: Jerry. I, I know he listens. He's an amazing really? leader. Yeah. What's up, Jerry? <laughs> all right. All right. So, so you're, uh, you're rocking and rolling, um, 2004. What was it? a friend? Was it a neighbor who, who said, Hey, maybe you should give this a try?
3: Um, the person who got me involved or who triggered interest was my oldest brother. And my oldest brother, Umberto, he got into real estate. His first office, his first broker was Jerry Asensio. Um, so, I've been going back to my me becoming a US citizen, um, for a long time I didn't have papers. You know, I was working without papers. But I did apply to become a US citizen or to get my my residency back man, maybe like late late nineteen nineties. Um, and I did get my work permit. So as soon as I got my work permit, um, because I knew my brother was doing real estate and he was doing pretty well and I needed something to I guess um to move my career forward or something that interests me uh, as soon as I got my work permit they gave you a social security number I applied to take my real estate uh, exam um obviously I, I got the courses and I passed it but within I would like to say three to six months of me be- becoming a legal uh, game my work permit I got my, my I got my real estate license wow so first that, try uh, nice. first try yeah nice. see but when I studied I didn't I made sure like for the three weeks before my state exam, I studied every day. Mm. Like for when I got out of work, I would get home around five p.m. From like five p.m. Maybe to like eight p.m., I was just studying. But the way I studied, I didn't go. I didn't do the material. I just went straight to the questions. I had like six tests that um that had you know 150 questions similar to the state exam, and I I just went to the test and then I graded my my answers. When I first started taking those tests, the first run through, I was getting like 40%. Mm-hmm. The second run through, I was like at 70%. Wow. So then I studied one last time. And on my last time, when I graded myself, I was like at 95%. Like, I'm ready. It's cool. So, yeah. So, but I, I took the time to make sure I remembered the answers. Remember the questions, remember the answer. Mm. Simple as that.
2: Memorization. Yep. Uh, Josh you you have something interesting with the uh test taking cuz you shared that you never hit that 70% clip right you just kind of no, said all right let's let's give it a shot
1: that's the crazy part too is i kept failing my practice exams like i was getting 68 68 was like i kept hitting it every single time i hit it 74 like maybe once and but it's like i i felt like i knew enough and it, it, it for me it was the opposite it's like i i went in like not 100% confident but i was too like i i like told myself i was passing no matter what so i kept believing that obviously i prayed and i felt like i did have like help from god like for sure because i mean all you know all, all the tests said that i shouldn't have passed but i passed i will i will share a hack i don't think i told you guys that i did uh, one of my mentors um, taught me that you can, like, program your subconscious, right? Well, well, our subconscious is always being programmed, no matter what. We're taking in right. information that's being stored in our brain, whether we know what's happening or not. It's, it's happening. So um, he told me about this app that <clears throat> you record yourself, and it loops your recording, and you just listen to a loop. So while he does it while you're sleeping. Mm-hmm. So he does it for his affirmations so he records himself listening to so you're listening to yourself you're programming your your own subconscious with yourself it's a different it's like a different thing right cuz it's happening no matter what but it's your own voice that you're listening to so it like hits different and i love it it, it goes <laughs> in there so i recorded myself reading questions and answers in here on the mic and then i just play it back pretty much as much as i could especially when i went to sleep I would fall asleep to it, to like questions and answers. So I think, I think literally it was just in there and I just knew the answer without even knowing. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. Wow. yeah. I think when you
3: recorded it, you were also in a way studying when you were right. really being recording. Yeah.
1: Cause yeah. I'm, I'm saying, I'm reading it, I'm saying it out loud and you know what I mean? And, it, and it's literally being recorded. Yeah. So yeah, I think that, that helped me as well.
0: I have a question for all of those. Go so ahead. when you were let's go back to what you said when you were studying for those um for the test, you said that you would study, take the test 40%, 70%, 95%. But yeah. this was like 1920 years ago. So my question is like for me when I did mine in in earlier this year, you know, we—I was doing it on my laptop and everything. How was it like? Did you have to do it like on those stone
3: tablets with like the chisel and everything? No, back then. <laughs> so they will give you when when you take your your principles course. Yeah, they give you a book. So that book is probably like this it's a big book. It has all the material that you that you are supposed to read or study. At the at the end of that book, there's six tests. Those six tests pretty much mirror the, the, the state exam. So they give you the test, and at the end, they give you the answers. So what I was doing, I would just write the, the, I would get a notepad, and I would just write the answers on a notepad. Wow. So what I would do, I would take the test, then go back and grade myself. Wow. But Pen and paper. Pen and paper. So there were wow. six tests. So I did all six tests three times. So in the way I took the test eighteen times to prepare myself mm-hmm. to learn the answers. That's so my awesome. whole idea was to know the question, remember yeah. the answer, yeah, and that's it. You, Ladies
2: and you, gentlemen, you, that's you, how you get a ninety-five percent clip, right?
1: There.
3: <laughs> simple as is that? Is that
1: did you teach Glenn that? Because he's he's what told, he told me that.
3: No, I don't think. I think so
1: somebody else did. So, yeah. Somebody else. Put and then I hand. told Alex that, and then Alex passed. You know what I mean? And I I didn't like, and then. It's, yeah. So I'll, that that is the key. It's just is knowing key. questions and answers. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. the
3: material is so overwhelming. Yeah. There's so much information. Yeah. There's no way you can you want, retain it, that information. Yeah. When you reading of it. it, you're breaking it down. Yeah. But just go straight to the qu- answers, or straight straight to the questions, and just remember. Did somebody
1: teach you that method, or did you just kind of figure that? I out?
3: think I think they mentioned that when I took my uh, crash course. Hmm. I don't know because I took the crash course after I studied because the crash course was before
1: before you take your exam.
3: Um. I think me. I don't remember anybody telling me that. If I, I'm pretty sure it was some type of advice, but yeah. I don't remember who. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: But Another question for Aldo. Go ahead. So when you got to the state exam, because you were doing it on pen and paper, it was more like memory puzzle game when you got there because you recalled the mm-hmm. questions and you're like, oh, Parker Barb, and blah, 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 blah. That's B, C, yep. bam, 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 yep. bam. I get what you, I can appreciate what, everything you just said because when I was doing mine, I was just doing the questions and answers, but I was writing it down into a notebook. I write down the question I got wrong, the answer, and the logic behind the answer. And I just remember when I was at the test, like you, just, oh, memory puzzle game. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah.
3: Doom. Is it test on the computer now? Yeah. Or- yeah. I think mine oh, was wait. like I think ours was a Scantron. I oh, don't remember. Yeah, that's dude. right. They did do it on the Scantron twenty years yeah, ago. So it was it was all manually, I guess. So uh, I
0: remember those. And it took like a, a
3: week or so to get your results. Yeah. It was like a week. Now or it's so. instant gratification, yeah, yeah. baby. So you didn't know your results. <laughs> I knew when I got out I passed. Or uh, disappointed but- it, I think I think uh,
2: that uh, waiting period was, was horrible. So so shout out to to you three. You guys passed it the first time around. How many times did it take you, Clem? Eight, <laughs> the magical number of eight. eight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love that though. I love that. That says a lot about you. It's mm-hmm. like he's will not determination, quit. baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And,
2: and and I think it wasn't until somebody told me because I was trying to learn everything yeah. right mm-hmm. and and it was super rough, but honestly you know i didn't really study i you know i think that uh that
1: um, and, and there was no alpha brain back then
2: i i think you're right i think the <laughs> alpha brain <laughs> well. shout out to, uh, to on it <laughs> but uh but yeah no definitely i think that we uh the more necessity there is to it like uh, what you were talking about aldo you uh had just gotten your residency and this was it. This is the only option for you. You didn't yeah. have a plan B. That's when you succeed. That's when people knock, knock it out of the park. When you, when you, when you burn the 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 ships, yeah. right? And you commit. Yeah, yeah. There's no going back. Yeah. There's no going back. Let's go. So share a little bit about you. You get started. Did you get started with uh, Jerry Asensio?
3: Yeah. So, like I said, the main reason or the, the primary reason is because my brother. He was like my mentor in a way. Yeah. He was. He, was, he knew his stuff. Um. And I went into I went into San Realty. No questions asked. I had that relationship with Jerry. I know Jerry since I was like twelve years old. My brother and um, Jerry's younger brother and Rick, uh, they're compadres. So they met at the church, your Church. What's compadres for, uh, for, compadres for 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 our non uh, Latino okay. our, our non
2: Latino okay.
3: uh, listeners? A compadre is, um, <laughs> uh, I guess, uh, the godfather of like. It's uh, mm-hmm. uh, a big deal. Yeah, yeah, it's a big deal. So yeah. Oh. so you know it's a responsibility like a i guess a second dad if something happens to your dad you take responsibility um that's through the church means. yeah he
1: also makes offers people can't refuse
3: yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah compadre as a, a godfather um so yeah
2: so you're in so did you start rock i i mean that's that's about the time wh- where i got in
3: 2003 uh and did you start rocking and rolling right away yeah the funny part is i came into the business pretty successful um i think it had to do with my previous employer uh, i used to work for um vallarta supermarkets shout out to Ooh. Vallarta supermarket my mom works there now i love the whole family um my favorite family so i had already built the relationships within the employees the people that i met there so my first I guess clients were people who worked there or knew that I got my real estate license and they would refer me. So I was able to help out, you know, maybe like within the first year, 10 people. And it was more on the, on the purchasing side. But yeah, I was fortunate enough to have the right mentorship with my brother and, uh, and Jerry at San Fernando Realty and the right, I guess, support system as far as referral based business to kind of succeed right off the bat.
2: That's huge. Yeah. 10 families within your first year. So you, you made. Six figures, right, right off the yeah. bat,
3: and yeah. Then mm-hmm. I, a year and a half later, I left Vallarta and pursued real estate full time.
2: And that that's a big commitment, right? That again, we go back to to burning the bridge, yeah. and, you know, and just saying, "All right, this is it: sink yep. or swim. No matter what, I'm yep. making it." Mm-hmm. Uh, share about that transition, I, because I understand there's there's a certain point in your life where you have. Uh, the quote-unquote security, mm. right? You have some months of hey, if it doesn't reserves. happen, you know we got we got some reserves. Uh, but when do you just flip on that switch and say, all right, that's it, no more, no more full full-time part-time gig. This is all I'm doing.
3: Well, back then, uh, I turned on the switch to go full time. There was less risk involved. I was single. I wasn't married. So the only responsibility was myself and just making sure I pay the rent. Um, Back then, I was still with my parents, living with my parents, and just cooperate with the bills. So that made it much more easier to make that jump. you know. So you go full-time, you start working, and you just dedicate yourself to to, um, real estate and running the business or what you thought was a business because back then I was still green. I knew how to process a transaction. I knew how to write up an offer, how to get a listing, Um, but the business was coming based on referrals but i really wasn't running a business i was just going through the motions based on the business that i that pretty much came to me because of that um but yeah and i with that business gave me the confidence to just go full steam ahead you know for the, for the next two or three years until to maybe 2000 late 2007 when things kind of changed a little bit i think for a lot of people
2: for a lot of people 2007 march of 2007 Somebody turned off the lights and uh, yeah. yep. <laughs> the party was over. The party was over. <laughs> Closing it's like, time. It was like playing plain
3: Jenga. Somebody moves that one <laughs> little Jenga oh, and Phil. everything just falls down. House of cards. <laughs> yeah. But oh, you
2: know what, man. though? There are some people that stuck with it and went through the foreclosures and REOs and everything else. And I think those are uh, some of the most successful yep. people that I know right now are the people that actually stuck through it. uh, Our good friend Raquel Magro over at Pinnacle and Stephanie Votaco. Stephanie
3: Vitaco. And and some other agents or professionals who might not be as big as them, but I'm pretty sure they collected some assets. They collected properties when they were at a a discount, maybe at 20%, how they were probably two years before, you know, because there was a big, a a lot of foreclosures. Well,
2: that's another part of the business that I think – I think a lot of realtors now uh, miss out on, right? And the idea of not only selling property to people that know you, like you, and trust you and their friends, right? But also acquiring property because uh, you have first dibs on
3: it, right? No, we, we got full dibs. We got the resources. We were able to get the data. We have all the information needed for us to at least um, try to generate that type of business. Or offer that type of property to other people who might need, or are looking to acquire more property. Where you're helping out other people, maybe liquidate their properties, you know. And we're like, we're right in front. We know, we know who and where uh, to find these people who might need our help and when in a bad situation. Josh is uh, sniffing his
2: armpits right now. Uh, <laughs> what what's what's going on right now, Josh? It's hot in here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, for as, and when did you decide to, to get your broker's license? Was it before the crash or? Yeah. Don't, yeah. We got to talk about that. Oh, actually, I got
3: that. I got the, the brokerage before broker the crash, license. around the same time in the crash. I would like to say I've been a broker. I think to become a broker, you need to be in the business at least two years. Yes. So, I think as soon as I hit those two years, you I started, applied. I, I applied and I started starting to become my broker. Did you pass
1: brokers. the broker exam on the first try? The first try.
3: Wow, nice. man! All those nice. it, man. It's the same. It's just, it's the same questions, just more. It's just okay. More questions, and I think you got to pass that at an eighty percent, right? Instead of uh, 75. 200 yeah. 80% 80%. a seventy. It's two hundred
0: questions and eighty percent, eighty percent, and
2: instead of three hours, you got to pass in thirty minutes.
0: Seventy-five <laughs> percent yeah. and two hundred questions, right? I don't remember because to pass the 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 salesperson. 70% is the minimum. Okay. And then I think it's only like 75% and 200. Got it. Persons. Yeah.
3: Maybe 75%, I don't remember. Once I took See the funny part is once I took my uh passed my brokers, yeah. there's no way ever I'm ever going to take that test again cuz I'm <laughs> yeah. never letting my license go. Right? Oh yeah, you know. So,
2: so so you pass the test and then and then that's when the
3: subprime market crashed. Yeah, the subprime market crashed and you know I, I got out of the business too. So back in 2008 after a lot going. of people got out. Yeah, a lot of people got out. So after, but my intent was always always to come back. Yeah. Um, but at the moment when the market crashed, the timing in my life was just to support my family because mm. I was recently married in 2005, and the market crashed in uh, say late 2007. Mm-hmm. So I had a, I had a mortgage, I had a wife, and I had my little uh, my son Elias, who was two years old, mm. and. You think you have reserves, right? You know, I know when the market crashed. I was like, I'm, I'm good for a year, you know. <laughs> but you, for the first three or four months, you're in denial. Like, ah, this will turn around. I'll mm-hmm, be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so you start prospecting more. You start. I remember doing campaigns of postcards, and you're thinking I'm spending on top of your your monthly expenses, your living expenses. Yeah. I was actually cranking out money to to promote and market my business. It was all through postcards, right? Most of it. And the money just kind of ran out within six months. Mm. You're like, "Oh, scary! What do I do now?"
1: Yeah, because you need to yeah. do
3: that to to generate business. Generate business. So it's, it's like right. a, you have to
1: spend a little to get yeah. to get.
3: So. so, and back then it was there was no social media, there was no right. internet, so the only way you knew, well the internet was there. Internet yeah. was there, but it wasn't. <laughs> it was internet, but it wasn't. Guess, MySpace today. It, it wasn't the same. It wasn't the same. So you didn't know how to how to market yourself right. online. Maybe just Google was new. Maybe back then it was on Yahoo. Yahoo, I Yahoo. remember that. And, um, but yeah, you so you do postcards and those postcards add up on a monthly basis. Yeah, it's a lot. And yeah, I think in May in two thousand eight, that's when I got a job and got a job at, at Bank of America. Well, back then it was countrywide, mm. you know. Oh wow! I and then that. Bank of America bought him out. But funny part is, I wasn't the only agent there. There was lots mm-hmm. of us there from lenders or mortgage brokers or real estate agents. Is that in Simi Valley? Simi Valley, yeah. Okay.
2: I remember that was
3: the, the, the first
2: time where I I because again, uh just like you said, we were kinda in denial, right? Like, oh, this is gonna turn around. Mm-hmm. This is just you know, it's not we're only I remember saying this to a lot of people. We're only focusing on prime clients now. We're we're mm-hmm. only going after people that actually qualify, right? Uh and and then you start seeing that countrywide was was closing down and some of these other major banks and
1: that was the big uh oh yeah that was it
2: i need to find something else to do cuz yeah. if these guys are going out of business the that means ones. my little shop is going out of yeah. business
1: I think penny mac
3: went out of business countrywide of course indy mac indy yeah indy mac not penny mac indy mac um uh, world savings world savings so those and um, those are some other big ones Oh, the- oh, was it Lehman? Lehman? Lehman- Leh- yeah, Leh- Lehman, Lehman brothers. Lehman brothers. Lehman brothers? Yeah. That was a big one of all. I think yeah. so. Yeah. So,
2: so, so all that starts happening, and then you said, "All right, let's switch the, let's take the entrepreneur hat off and and go back to a uh, to to work." And how long
3: did that last? Uh, that was around ten years. Okay. For ten years. Um, I was at um,
1: and there's nothing wrong with that, by the way. Like, you, sometimes you got to just do what you got to do. Yep, yep. You
2: got to do what you got to do to provide for your yep. family. Uh, yeah. No, I, I think, I think you said that just right, Josh. I think that, um, uh right now, a lot of people want to be their own boss. I think the pandemic, you know, kind of taught us that, Hey, maybe being at home isn't such a bad thing. You know, maybe, uh, jumping on the computer, you know, and figuring out something. But like you said, it's, it's not for everybody. If if you're a W two employee and you love what you do, mm-hmm. you know you're a school teacher. Mm-hmm. You know that then more power to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. crush it, mm-hmm. right? So entrepreneurship is not for everybody. So we're not we're not saying hey you're 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 better or you're worse off. Uh, um, there's a there's a audio video that uh, I like to uh, listen to constantly, and I've sent it to everybody in this room. Uh, but um, it's Earl Nightingale, right? We were just listening. And uh, Alex is, uh, I love that one. Yeah. Alex is pumped up right now because we were listening to it yesterday. Well, you didn't send me that. I've sent it to you multiple times, Uh, (laughs) but uh, it, it, it talks about uh, the strangest secret, right? The secret that most people conform conformity. Right. Uh, And, the the opposite of how does he say it i I've, I've heard this thing like three hundred times and I'm drawing a blank uh, <laughs> but, but uh ninety nine percent of people miss their target because they conform not yeah
1: you know it, not because they're afraid just because everybody else is doing this yep. so no, I'm serious, I don't recall ever having that send it to me.
3: I got the link I, <laughs> I listened to it probably like five times you know it's 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 a good audio. One video too, it's on YouTube, but yeah. It, it really hits it, it hits in the right places as far as trying to um more inspire you than anything, you know.
2: And he, he takes a lot of his info. Uh he he gives credit to um uh what's what, what's that book um that we've all read Napoleon a hundred times. Yeah Napoleon Hill. Thinking Yeah Thinking grow, yeah. yeah. grow Rich. I have it in my car. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's the first book I ever read <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a good book to read Over and, and over, over, and, over yeah. and over And over and over and yeah, over yeah. And over again uh, Alright so so you go back to W2 You're married You got your son
3: Then your daughter comes Yeah my daughter comes um, Four years They're Four years apart She was born in 2009 October 4th 2009 Okay And I took full advantage of the paternity leave I took I took Three months off full pay. So this was around Christmas time. So it was awesome. Nice. <laughs> nice. nice.
2: Get yeah. to bond. Yeah. Get to bond with your little girl. And you guys are tight, so
3: yeah, 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 man. She's thirteen right now. And yeah, she's probably my mini me, female version. Love it.
2: Yeah. Oh. She's Daddy's a, little girl. She's always with me. Uh
3: all right. So then um
2: so then you uh after that, where does life take you?
3: Um being I always wanted to get out of the job, so I really didn't kind of settle into it. I didn't feel satisfaction there, I don't know like I didn't feel fulfillment there. Mm-hmm. So, in my mind, I was always trying to get back on a on a on a, on a personal level, but I just never felt the timing being right. Mm-hmm. um there was there was personal conflict involved with um with my previous marriages. I mm-hmm. um, previously divorced. so m- the mother, Okay, my two oldest kids are are not are from previous marriage, so same. So I was. It was always a mental, emotional conflict. Um right. So how? Well, an example: marriage started out great. You know, we you are, you are married. You're making six figures for the first two years. You have your own house. Everything's going well. Two thousand seven, the market crashes. Everything gets pulled out of pull, gets pulled from under. You right. Know? So when that happens, it exposes a lot of holes in the relationship, but the character, maybe your own character, the other person's character. So things started like falling apart soon after that. So it was probably like uh, eight, um, I did I did Bank of America from 2008 to 2018, um, but what happened there um, with the finances issues? It kind of you know that was one of the issues that kind of brought out all the issues I had in the marriage and solely around 2016 is I I left that relationship and I eventually got a divorce but I think I had to go through that process of maybe being um going back to a job having that struggle or that you want to call it a, a failed marriage I just call it more like a learning being able to find yourself and who you are and what you really want in life with, the, with your partner so that wasn't the partner we we got. We got together, I guess, too fast. You know what I mean? Right. So that relationship ended, and I felt like I was, I was back to um, to in a way, square one. Because now, if I want to get back into real estate, uh, it was a little bit difficult, because it's like a catch twenty two. If you leave your job, mm. you don't have income. If you don't have income, uh, they start asking for child support. You know, I want to be responsible. I want to pay child support. If you don't pay child support, they take away your estate license. So it's like, and, na- you-
2: and now you're in your, th- now you're not a 20 something year old kid. Now you're in your thirties, your late thirties, you know, you got, it's go time.
3: Yeah, it's go time. So you got to figure out a way. So you have your job. That's your security. That's your. That's what pays the bill. That's what keeps you going, and that's what keeps you responsible to make sure you're able to provide for your kids.
2: Did you love your job?
3: Yeah. No, I never loved my job. Uh, oh man. So oh,
2: so, <laughs> so thank you for sharing. That's that's uh, that, that's deep. Um, I I think a lot of, I, I mean, it's a fact. It's not what, it's not necessarily what I think, but um, I think the the ratio now is. North of fifty percent, I want to say sixty percent. You guys, you guys know what the stats are with uh, failed marriages. Oh
1: yeah, well, well above fifty.
3: Yeah, <clears throat> but you you know what? Um, in the beginning, there seems to be shame behind it. Yeah, uh, like oh my god, I, uh, I didn't I, I didn't make it. It's a failed marriage. So you for a while you go to some type of depression or insecurities. Yeah, or I'm not good enough as or, a man. As a man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, what I, I do wrong? Well, how could I? But.
2: I failed. Like we, we take it like not we, because because I'm divorced as well. Mm. I I I remember falling into this this trap of I failed at the most important yep. thing, the the biggest commitment, right? And you start just kind of putting yourself down yep. and going down this rabbit hole.
3: Yeah, the hardest part is you feel like you let your kids down. Mm. You know, because I know my my, my mini me, my my daughter, she took it really hard, and I made a in the beginning. I made a very strong effort to make sure that I called her every morning, because around this time, she was between five and six years old. Mm. That's a tough age. So we yeah. were always together. Yeah. you know, I would pick her up from school, I would study her her vocabulary. She was like in first grade, preschool, you know, around first or second grade. And in the evenings, I would just study with her all the time. So one day, daddy doesn't come home. Mm. How do you explain that to a five-year-old, six-year-old yeah. who's always seen her down on a daily basis? Right. So so she had some type of separation anxiety. Like I remember, and it kind of breaks my heart. Where, when I'm, I'm already at work. I used to go to work at six a.m. Um, she will be before she went to school. She would always call me just to say good morning, and I always made that effort to make sure I answered. And sometimes I couldn't answer. I was probably busy. I was I was busy at work, and I would just hear her crying, like Daddy, Daddy, answer. Where are you? Where are you? And that, kind of, that really broke my heart. So that was one of the toughest moments, knowing that your daughter wants you or needs you, and you're not there for her. So as, I, as soon as I finish what I'm doing, I give her a call back. But most of the time, I couldn't call her back because she's already at school. Because mm-hmm. she was calling me from her mom's phone. But um, me knowing that, and when she gets that anxiety or panics when I don't answer the phone back then, I made a big effort to make sure I talked to her. I call her. And at that age, to just give it that reassurance, hey, even though daddy's not there, he's there. Right.
2: right. Wow. Wow. And then your son was a little bit older.
3: My son was a little bit older. He was more, um, he was a little bit more quiet. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't express or show um, that he missed me that way. He understood more what was going on. So I didn't feel like I Needed to put that extra effort to give him that peace of mind, Mm. and my daughter needed it a lot, Mm -hmm. you know. And um, with him, it was it was it was he knew pick him up after school, you know. I will I will go see him after school, picking up on the weekends. So for him, he was like ten years old. He understood that we were no longer together, but he didn't show any emotions or he didn't show any type of um like um separation anxiety um see
2: and i feel that that's harder sometimes right when i
3: can't when i can't read somebody right when
2: oh it's hard right when when somebody is talking about their emotions right like like with my current wife jennifer i love you so much uh she loves to talk about what's going on Mm -hmm. and in her feelings and my feelings right uh and sometimes i'm i'm not quick to wanna talk about it, right? I want to process it and I wanna I wanna take a step back and I just wanna clamp clam up and try to figure it out on, on my own. Uh but with my with my previous wife, right, uh, I think that she was more like me, where she didn't want to talk about it, right? Yep, she yep. she wanted to keep her emotions in. So now we're both ignoring each other, you know, we're both kind of trying to process things, and when there's no communication. Oh, that's the worst that's that, that that's when you, you, you can't progress. You can't, and, and and it's not just in marriage, right? Uh, it's with any relationship. So going back to your kids, uh, I can guarantee you 1000% that your son needed it. Right. Maybe just because he wasn't expressing himself like your daughter was, you know, kind of made it easy for you to, to say, Hey, well, let me, Mm -hmm. let me focus more on my daughter. Uh, but uh but I think it's important I think it's definitely yeah. important it's a
3: t- it's a really tough thing for the it, kids It's tough. I try to bi- build that connection because um I try to connect with them I guess it's hard because he's like he doesn't he doesn't tell you what he's thinking he just he just keeps it to himself everything mm-hmm. that's just the way he is yeah um so when he got a phone um trying to trying to figure out where his mind's at his emotions are, I will text him the morning. Amy hey, I love you. Have a great day. Amy hey, I love you. Have a great day. And I could tell you like ninety percent of the time there's no response from him. You know, once in a while, and when he responds, he responds, and that like makes my day. All right, he he, he texts me back to this very day. I I reach out to him Instagram um, through um, text him. Good morning, I love you, Amigo. Anything you need, give me a call. But he doesn't he doesn't respond for the most part. Mm-hmm. He does. And when he does, it makes him feel good. For the most part, he just keeps himself. Mm-hmm. You know, and I talked to his mom about that. And he said, that's just the way he is, not just with you, but with everybody. It's like, okay, that makes me feel good. Because as a dad, it makes you feel like, what did I do wrong? Or yeah. we don't have the same type of communication that I wish we had. As opposed to with my daughter, it's like, you know, we could text all day. You know, we talk a lot. But my son, he's, but that's just his personality, I guess. Yeah. You know, I'll figure like, when he gets older, I guess we'll be able to maybe talk about it or. He'll probably open up to me more. We'll see, but I give him his space. I respect how, that.
2: How are you as a kid growing up?
3: I was very quiet, mm. very introverted, was about like him then. Yeah. Right. So it took me a while to get out of my shower. I had to do a lot of personal development, reading, you know, to like just work on myself because I was quiet. I wouldn't talk to you unless you talked to me. I'm the guy who walks into the room and just looks at everybody and doesn't say anything. Yeah. I don't start conversations. I don't know how to approach people um but i just i just feel like for the most part it took me a while to learn how to like talk like just start with like, conversations like alex right he's the opposite
1: <laughs> you know everybody he, loves he, alex
2: Alex walk, walk, walks <laughs> into a room and lights it up how do, how do you do it alex how do you do it hey girl hey
3: but, <laughs> well, yeah, but i'm an introvert <laughs> i keep to myself a lot on my thoughts to myself but a person who's really helped me out a lot. You're an
1: observer, a thinker.
3: Observer, a thinker. Yeah. Over I'm an analytical yeah. I analyze everything. Yeah. I break it down into numbers. Yeah. You know, when it comes to prospecting I gotta make a hundred yeah. calls before I get this it type to the of result. 30, to the 30%, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So wow. I'm very analytical to a fault. But then again when it comes to when it comes to business, if you stay focused and consistent to those numbers, it eventually works. it works out. Yeah. You know. But going back to Man, it,
1: I'm glad I'm glad I'm part of the team with aldo because like i need that i need that yeah. in my life so i'm gonna learn all those amazing i'm gonna learn a lot from you i mean i know it i know a lot of these principles that you're talking about mm-hmm. but like to see somebody who consistently does it sure.
2: right? and and Bato's the same way yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. but oh, yeah. Bato's very analytical very um you know strategic in in how she does things in how she moves operates. that's what
0: drew me to her when i met her in school like she was That's just, what drew me to him, right? <laughs> and it's opposite. so funny how <laughs> it's like all the opposite, like uh-huh.
1: attracts, right? Like you're That's totally so not you that. Funny you say that. My mom was
0: bringing <laughs> that up about me and Fabian yesterday. She's like, "You two are like night and day, complete polar opposites." And then turned into this big old thing at my dad's birthday, seventy fifth birthday party. I saw that. And then <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, well, you know." But it works though, because you know, we, we work.
2: The, happy yeah. birthday to your pops, by the way. Yeah, Seventy-five—that's that's huge. It is, nice. it
1: is, it is. It's amazing. Most man. people
2: don't get to that age, so
1: I'm so grateful. But that's a good dynamic to have, like on a team business environment. Is like all the different levels of energy and like different personality types, and yep. so it, we all can learn from each other. Wow, actually.
3: I learned a lot from my wife, Mireya, I love you. Yeah. Um, she is, I love pretty her. much like Alex. She's yeah, amazing. She's an extrovert full of I energy. Yeah. So it that helped me become more comfortable around extroverts and around mm-hmm. being more if you have that energy, it's okay to be a little bit more exciting. Even though I'm I'm still very reserved and quiet compared to her. But she she helped me understand yeah. how they think and how they process stuff and you guys are more impulsive and more reactive. <laughs> you um, think? So, but We're but really I, did, I did. I did. learn something. If people, if you are somebody quiet or shy or introvert like me, you are uncomfortable. I guess how could I put this into words? Where the extrovert is not the problem. <laughs> you are the person who needs to learn how to and learn how to uh, feel or. Uh, around the uh, around people who are like that, you know. It's, I understand everything you're you know saying because so.
0: even though I'm so outgoing mm-hmm. and everything, you also know that I also can flip the script yeah. and I could be just as introvert as yeah. you. Yeah. I think you remember when we went to that one Studio City um Twilight for that three yeah, million yeah. dollar mansion. Yeah, I remember. remember. you and me in the backyard. Yeah, yeah. I was just
2: I was on a good one too. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> kind of mellow
3: you out. You know? <laughs>
2: Uh, I I want to talk about uh Medea. Uh you oh, I love her. You uh so so you, you you go through the divorce right as as gut-wrenching as that is and you know and, and uh, I feel you when you say uh you know you, there's some depression, there's some you know self-doubt, self-worth. Uh, yep. but then the comeback, then the healing starts, right? Then uh you find somebody that kind of gets you motivated yeah. to
3: to go to the gym yeah, and <laughs> yep. well let, let's let's go back to the, our our beginnings for Milai and I um uh, thankfully um I had already started my healing process you might always say I was already doing my own thing yeah uh, so as soon as i got separated and divorced i just focused on myself meaning nice. it was more physical than anything um i started doing a lot of early morning hikes or oh. jogging in the evenings and jogging I, I enjoy hiking slash running because it gives you mind going. It, 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 it I start thinking and start processing things like, you know, and you releasing that energy as you run really feels good, gives you a sense of accomplishment. Mentally working through yeah, all that yeah. stuff because so, you're
0: out there breathing it in. Yep. And all
3: so that. whenever I go through like like down periods, maybe depression, I don't feel good. I usually resort to working out <sighs> and I start being active. You know, that's that's my go-to. But good. Good thing had already done my started my healing process. Then I came along, and it all started through a Facebook message. Oh, you know, the story of we we known each other for a long time. Who messaged who first? Um, she messaged you. She messaged me. Uh,
1: but, <laughs> of
2: course she did. Yeah, because she's the extrovert, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah she's it, the extrovert. Yeah, yeah she's it, yeah, 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 yeah. it would have been she's hard for you to reach out. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: that makes sense. So I knew, I we knew each other in high school, but we never talked in high school. So that's how we were friends on Facebook. What high school, by the way? San Fernando High School. Woo! woo! (laughs) Tigers. Tigers. (laughs) So Tigers. Um, So I think I put a jokingly Facebook post. Uh, You know what a romper is? Like
0: yes, those, he, those yes, like one piece. The things? one piece, oh like oh, short overalls. Oh,
3: a, a onesie, yeah. like a onesie for a man. Yeah, so they were trash. Yeah, so I put a picture of a romper, <laughs> but more like in a wrestling form. You yeah. know how a wrestler used to wear those, those like yeah, yeah, the onesie. It's like, and I just put a message: How do you think I look in this? <laughs> and then you know, it wasn't it was in a public uh, Facebook feed. And she responded, "Woohoo!" Like you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. put it on. And I was like, "No, nah, no, nah, I'm joking, I don't have, I don't have the." the body for that <laughs> but when I got when I messaged her I didn't put it in the feed I did her a, a private DM yeah you know and like S- strategic Slide in, the DM. <laughs> <Sliding> in <laughs> the DM so I didn't know she was gonna respond but so nah I'm not gonna do that I'm not in shape but that led to the next the
1: next conversation text and our messages messages yeah. like
3: well is getting Let's try to get in shape together Let's work out together yeah. So just, we started <laughs> going doing hikes So for like three or four months nice. We started doing hikes She went on vacation for like the summer For like two weeks And when she came back we went on a different hike And I just proposed the question Hey you want to go get some dinner or drinks one day? And she responds You mean like a date? And Woo! I'm
2: like You mean more than just workout buddies? Yeah
3: <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, from then on, we started making it a, a weekly dating event. All I, I started with a with a Facebook um, post that led to a DM that led nice. to us trying to work out and get in the, shape together. We all the, started with the
0: rompers, the, yeah. the
1: modern day love story,
3: right? <laughs> yeah, and unfortunately, she has been she she. If I was recovering from on that the darkest part of my life, she just helped me get yeah. into a better situation. Yeah. It's a ray of
1: light. Like, yep. Yeah, exactly what she is. she a
3: teacher? She's a teacher. Uh, Cesar Chavez? Cesar Chavez, CCLA. Okay. Nice. Yeah. My kids went there. She's a teacher, and she's also the cheer coach. And on top of that, she also, I call it LAUSD University. Yeah. So she teaches students or already uh, workers who are trying to get their credentials or get mm. certified to become a teacher. Mm. So she gives a special class where nice. she helps them get certified. Which academy is she at? Uh, she's ace. Dude, my kids
1: went to Ace Yeah uh, She's been there the, for a while? She opened that school
3: Oh my she, god, yeah. so my kids probably have They know her probably they know her, yeah. Yeah, yeah, just send her a picture yeah. um, When did your kids graduate?
1: Uh, Angelina graduated last year Okay, from Ace? From Ace
3: And she, 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 she should yeah. know him, yeah. for sure She's My son
1: like, went up until uh, 10th grade, then he left Okay, he went to a so different school? Yeah
3: Oh, she probably doesn't remember her name. But she's an ace, but she's not a teacher. She's a special education program um, coordinator. Yeah. So she deals with all the kids who, um, I guess, um, who have, I don't know what they're called. They have little- Autism. Autism, ADHD. Learning disabilities. Learning disabilities. Yeah. You know, it's not severe. It's just people who have like- like autism, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so she's in charge of that special education program. Wow. So, takes a special soul. To, she's to, awesome, dude. Yeah. And yeah. everybody loves her. Yeah. I'll tell you yeah, what, she—it's a tight knit little academy, know. too. <laughs> <like> <laughs> not, <all the laughs> not just that, every time we go out, be it to the mall, there's dinner, someone who knows her. Somebody knows her. Yeah. That's all. So, Dr. Games. So cool. We went to Puerto Vallarta. Somebody in Puerto Vallarta recognized me because of her Facebook post or uh, Instagram post. And she recognized me and my son. It's like, hey, where's me Like, what the? <laughs> where, in, where? in Puerto Vallarta? Yeah, <laughs> and she followed me. Yeah, we're over here. She knew. And that this student, last trip, the, our last trip. Wow, dude, never fails. No matter where I go, yeah, somebody knows her, which and, is awesome.
2: And, and I love how she she always posts like uh, my kids doing this. My, you know, my, mm-hmm. my, you know, and it's her students, isn't that? You know? Yeah, that's yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: so that's that's cool. Yeah, that's she's me. proud of him. She's awesome. She, she's yeah, she's she's my everything, man. She she. She's my big, she supports me, she inspires me, and she makes me become a better person. She makes me feel comfortable with who I am, and she's she's dope, man. Two kids later. Two kids later. Now we got two kids, you know? (laughs) So, Rundown, my two oldest, Elias and Isabella, and now Midaya and I have a a beautiful three-year-old, Galilea, and we have, he is a year and four months now. We have Emiliano, so now... On top of that, we have a another full of energy teenager, um, Mireya from a previous marriage, uh, Zoe. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. so you guys have five, t- five, have five kids between Thank. you two. Yep, nice. So, awesome. but we're done. That's <laughs> it <laughs> officially. Done. Breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> it's 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 unless it's a miracle. Based on what the doctors told me, it's medically impossible right now to have kids. <laughs> yeah, on my yeah, aunt, yeah, yeah. When, yeah. when did it become
2: official, if you don't mind me asking? <laughs> July
3: of last year, man. Oh, yeah. wow. One day, my, my babies were up in the middle of the night. I'm like, nope, just make That's that appointment it. now. Yeah. I need my, I haven't had a full night's rest, and I would like to say four years, man. Wow. They, one of them gets up in the middle of the night, at least, you know. so. I'm like, considering
2: snip, snip, but I don't know. I'm kind of nervous
3: about it.
1: <laughs> it's nothing. It's just, it's a not that bad you've done it too josh i haven't but i've heard it's,
3: it's not know. bad unless unless it happens to you <laughs> i had a pretty bad experience right? <laughs> oh,
2: <man>. thank you <laughs> jennifer if you're listening i'm not doing it <laughs> but
3: put it this way in my situation when a doctor calls and gets another doctor for help oh man it's it's pretty traumatic oh man! yeah so <laughs> and you're awake the whole time in my situation oh. Hey, you got to come look at this, doc. No, that's (laughs) what happened, dude. I kid you not. Look at this. Look at this. Somebody come look at this. um, So it was, it was. Have you ever seen anything like this? Put it this way. Nope, I haven't. You know how how a doctor, they have a nurse assistant. Yeah. When she came back and she kind of made a a comment saying, oh, you guys ain't done yet. Like, uh. yeah, it's supposed to be 10, 15 minutes, you know? like. Yeah. But for some reason, he said he couldn't find the other. Tube. The other tube. He only got one. That was like really quick. And the second one, you couldn't find it, and all you hear like for the next ten minutes, what's up? Snip. Did you get it? No. Nope. Snip. <laughs> no. Yeah, dude. And you're awake the whole time, dude. And you. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, I'm just, like getting all squeamish. So, so like, put it this way: poor when guy. when everything so ended, he's a uh, um. You have to come back in six months to do oh a my sample. God. If it still comes out that you have you active know, active yeah. sperm. Uh, we're gonna have to do it again. Ooh, so, okay. You make it sound like they're making sushi down uh, there. It was pretty. It was pretty <laughs> traumatic, man. Cause you're awake. It's numb down there. I'm, I'm having rolls. anxiety right now. Just <laughs> yeah, thinking about
1: it. They're doing hand <laughs> rolls.
3: Yeah. But it's a it's a one off, dude. I mean. Nah, you know. nah, 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 nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it no, ain't but, happening. For the most part, it's a pretty it's pretty easy, <laughs> man. It's pretty. You know. It's pretty. Yeah. It's pretty standard. I'll do it again But it's pretty standard Maybe a different doctor This time like You know a, what The doctor was up there He was probably like In his uh, cl- A little bit closer To retiring than anything Wow Maybe So I think like that Had to do with it
1: Yeah he can Yeah, yeah.
3: He was Some, probably like you oh, know. Yeah. 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 yeah Yeah So yeah, awesome. I say he was a, a, Yeah, I think he was above 60 okay. And that's the first thing That got my attention Like, I, uh, you, like, you, like you gotta trust your instincts yeah. You gotta trust your instincts
2: My boy You feel something God's telling you something Yeah Yeah
3: but I was already there, man. I was already and pants down, you know, laying in the already, bed. Already, yeah, already numbed up. Numbed up, yep. All right, so
2: you get back in the swing of things, back in real estate. Let's kind of bring it home now.
3: Yep. As far as um, how did I get here? Yeah,
2: well.
1: well you came uh, back to real estate in like
3: 2018? 2018. Okay. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Talk about that. 2018, and I came back into real estate. Um, I had, I, we actually laid off everybody at Bank of America. I was one of the last ones to get laid off. I guess I'm proud of that. I guess I'm a good worker as well. Um, so I got back into risk It had no direction. Um, I knew for some reason I thought about going back to San Fernando Realty, but I didn't go back because I wanted to think a little bit more because a little bit more bigger as far as, um, ex my reach as far as the business. I think San Fernando, it's a great company. I love that company. They taught me everything um, when I first got started, but I think it's more like niche to like specific community. As like as local, Fran- local, local like yeah. small town feel. Small town, top field. So I wanted yeah. to go something bigger. So the first company I got into, um, it got recommended to me by a good friend, Lorena. I used to work with her at Bank of America. She's at Keller Williams Studio City. I was there maybe for like, Four months. I just didn't feel it. You know, sometimes you just don't feel it. Plus, it was too too far over there on Metro Boulevard, and I'm living over here in Somer, so that the drive was pretty, pretty far. But it was just to just go there, just to get my feet wet to understand what has changed since I left. It's Mm -hmm. been a while. The systems, nothing has really changed. It's just, there's more tech, there's more More technology involved. So I was there. Then I didn't feel too comfortable. Then I think I went into EXP for a while, thinking, you know what, I could do this on my own you know do XP and i like the that's like an online
2: company right it's
3: exp uh it's like it's like a network marketing type of company okay. where multi-level multi-level Not- where nothing you- wrong with that by the way
2: just <laughs> throwing it out there <laughs> shout out to all my uh mlm <laughs> 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 friends
3: yeah you've all been approached by them right um yeah so but what i realized it was everything's online and i couldn't grasp the fact that there's no office for you, you got to little, go to. You got a little
2: icon character. You got a little you avatar, yeah, you go, avatar,
3: you go into campus online. It's like the metaverse in a way. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. the best way to describe it, yeah. But if there's only one broker for all of California and that broker is up north. Mm-hmm. in in some, some, I don't know, over there, Sacramento area. So, but you don't have nowhere to go to. Everything's online. So there's there's tools and stuff that you need. You just print them out. You print them out <laughs> and you're yep. on your own. So. The concept of referring people and maybe building some type of residual income there is, I mean, is there. But that I feel that takes away from the focus of what you're there to do. Either right. you there to recruit or you're there to build a business. Yeah. You know, you sign the product or you're trying to get people to sell the product. So you, I think many people fall into a trap where they find it easier to recruit other agents. I don't know if you notice, but if you go online, people who have their uh, YouTube shows or they're teaching some type of stuff online, they're usually in EXP because their whole intent is to get people to join their, their business by leading with it with um, with education that's what i noticed yeah. um
2: I, I like that it I, I like that it a bit. yeah
3: it's not wow. it's a good system but it's not for everybody I think yeah. if you're gonna be successful in EXP, it's somebody who has been in the business for a while and already has their client base and then you're gonna work from home and you have everything other resources online it's a great company great. but then for EXP, I wanted more like a like a an office feel to it. So I went to Pinnacle and um I was in Pinnacle for a while. I also didn't kind of feel it cuz I I was doing this all on my own. I was not looking for any type of mentorship. I wasn't looking for anybody to guide me. Got to feel for Pinnacle Northridge. I left then. I came across my good friend that I knew since high school or middle school, uh, Arturo Rodriguez, you know art. Um it's so, a Came across his, his Facebook feed And I went to Coldwell Banker But the reason I went to Coldwell Banker Was because I saw That they gave some type of training There was some type of um, um. How can I explain it um, I knew him I knew Art, there was that familiarity with him So I just went, you know what, I'll stay here for a while But if I want to go to Coldwell Banker uh, I want to meet Clemente So that's where we met At Coldwell Woo-hoo! Banker yeah, so you, you
1: wanted you were looking for like a little more mentorship.
3: I was looking because for because you were
1: already a licensed broker still because yeah. you kept your license current. Yeah, I kept my license time.
3: current, but in my mind, since I was gone for the you business, were gone for a while, for you needed a while to get I in. felt like I needed more, which I did. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I, I didn't. I I felt like I needed some type of more. Like there's something missing, and I was kind of searching for that.
1: And and that's where you found Clem.
3: That's where Clem. Yeah, cool. that's where we build that started building our relationship.
1: And and that was at uh, um Cobo Banker. Cobo
3: Banker. Exclusive. Exclusive. CBX.
1: CBX. And then from there, you guys dip
3: and back we, to John Hart. We went to John Hart. Correct. Nice. So where Clemente was before. I was always intrigued by John Hart, to tell the truth. I knew of John Hart. I knew of the system they had in place. Mm-hmm. So when Clemente came to Cobo Banker, I was pretty surprised. Yeah, like why right. would you leave? <laughs> why would you leave? Because you know? I knew what kind of system, mentorship. I right. knew what system they had in place, yeah. which yeah. is pretty much, what every type of agent wants as support, yeah, not just with the broker, but the systems they have in place with the, I guess, the admin stuff and yeah. the it's the what e-
2: it's what every realtor uh, wants, but they don't know it yet until you yeah. Un- until done yeah it. until see you it. see it until you have it they're like oh man this is a lot easier yeah. mm-hmm. than than me trying to figure everything out right so so and it really starts from the top. Uh, uh, Harut, uh, he's he's just such an amazing yep. leader. You know, he's mm-hmm. he's he day in day out. He's always coaching. That's all he does. He doesn't sell, right? He's not competing with you, right? He's coaching. That's he's all building, he does. Building you up. Yeah, yeah and he has competitions. Uh, he has incentives. Ch- challenges. Yep. Right, uh, and that's important. I think what you talked about with uh, with Exp and and some of the other companies. It's the lack of camaraderie.
3: Yep, that's the word. Yep.
2: Right, being mm-hmm. being in the office with somebody doing stuff outside of the office, like what we're doing now. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, um, they did a top twenty-five yesterday for uh, for our office, and they were having a beach day. A beach day you yep. know, uh, you know, having competition, having fun. You know, so I think that's that's a big component. Of having a successful brokerage right. is is having that along with some of the some of the tools that, that make it easier, right? Having this agent liaison. Yep. Right? Which, which it's it's a team that helps you write up your contracts, helps you with your listing agreements, with your disclosures, uh scheduling mm-hmm. coordinator for your pictures, for your video. And we have in house people mm-hmm. that are s- like to the highest professional, you talk about quality, mm-hmm. yep. right? We have we have that, uh, and that only makes us look better yep. for for our clients. Because uh, Josh and I had this conversation yesterday, and the goal is not just to help your friends and family uh, buy and sell real estate, right? That's like very basic, like mm-hmm. that's automatic, right? uh but the goal is to make such an impression to wow somebody right that you have almost like a uh a super fan yep right somebody that's constantly promoting you somebody that's constantly talking about you right because if you think about it we all have 500 friends or more on on social media on you know yeah you look at your contacts you know you got a ton of people right so if you have that super fan, right, that is always promoting you, then your business is just going to explode that much better. Now you have a legitimate business. Now you're not just counting on on uh, you know your your best friend or your your cousin or your or or your thing, right? That, you know, that that can only get you so far. Yep. So I'm, I'm really happy to be part of, uh, of this company. I'm really happy to have our group, the fellowship group. Uh, I think uh, Josh said it just right. We have uh, a dynamic of different personalities that mesh well with nope. each other, yep. right? Nobody's trying to outdo the other person. We're all here to help one another, to get each other's back, mm-hmm. right? Um, Lift one another up yeah yeah i mean i mean i asked aldo for a favor yesterday that that wasn't going to make him any money you know it wasn't you know i was taking time out of his day right and and it was like you you didn't even think about it you know and, and that's like wow that i'm super grateful for that even though it it might seem like something small to me somebody's time is super valuable yeah it's not small anytime man.
1: yeah uh and there's two other people in the group uh you want to name who together? Two.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, so, so we mentioned Pato. Pato is, um is a friend of Alex. Alex, share a little bit about how, how you guys met.
0: We met at real estate school. I just remember her just being on it, asking those those tough questions. Just she was the sharpest tool the in the shed, sharpest one in class, and the fact that she's just so strong and like just like, just confident and outgoing, like, I was immediately attracted to her, like, I just, I love being around strong, powerful women, just because that's who I idolized my whole life, my mom, so when I see that in another person, I just naturally get drawn to them, and I just want to connect with them, because it's just, it feels so close to home, and me and her—that's just I love her. That's just yeah, my bestie, right there. Thank
2: you, thank you for, for for introducing me to her. I think that um, that we're definitely gonna have her on. Uh, but she's uh, love you, analytical. She's uh, she's a corporate um, officer right now for a large corporation, yeah. right? Uh, so uh, real estate is definitely a passion. Uh, and i think the the more time passes right now what i love about her is that she's setting up her infrastructure mm-hmm. right she's yeah. she's getting all of her her crm she's she's going deep like mm-hmm. we just talked about right so so her future is super bright uh uh excited for her and then uh we have uh newly mom uh Irma oh. so she's she's been on on maternity leave but i met Irma Ooh uh at also at coldwell banker see so uh you know god's never wrong i i love that i love that even though we might think oh man i should have never left i made a mistake you know uh you know i'm grateful i'm grateful for the journey uh i'm grateful for for anthony and and his team over there and uh and if it wasn't for me making that transition I wouldn't have met Aldo or Irma. Right. So uh uh Irma is and uh I, I tell her this all the time, she's 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 the unicorn, she's the rare person that's very detail oriented, mm. right? I met her because she's a transaction coordinator. So so she has her own business doing that, mm. right? Doing transaction coordinating for other other uh real estate agents, but She's also very much an extrovert. She's also very much lights up a room when when, when she walks into it. So, so she's one of the the, the rare people that are really good uh, at both things, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, good. so so she'll be she'll be uh, and she
1: was like Miss Mexico too. Yeah, like yeah. She yeah. she's
2: she's a beauty queen.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, so excited to have her on. Uh, the team, but we're gonna have her on the podcast pretty soon. Irma, if you're listening, this is your invitation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh any closing remarks, my friends.
1: Got caught me like I'm stuck. I don't I don't know. <laughs> Let's get to work. <laughs> Let's do
3: it. Let's get after it. I just want to say congrats again, man. Thank you. Thank you. It's, thank it's you. A, congrats. I know what to feeling Yeah. You know, any help you need, let us know, man.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to hit the hit the ground running. I got to call uh Paul back
3: too. Yeah. So,
2: so any real estate professionals out there, both new or with uh, experience, you want to be part of a, of a tight knit group. That's going to help you develop. It's going to help you grow. It's going to help you make your life easier, make you uh, focus on what you're good at. And that's being in front of uh, people give us a call let's sit, let's get together let's have a conversation uh and if uh you want to be part of the fellowship group awesome if you uh want to be part of john hart we, we can help facilitate facilitate that as well thank you so much for your yeah. time aldo thank you for coming to
1: all those a big uh acdc fan by the way that's why we uh started with acdc Woo-hoo! and then with acdc
4: that was good